Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every $20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at Armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. On Global News Radio, Peter Sherman back with you for John Oakley, who is off on vacation this week and will be next week. And I get to sit in the chair between now and then. The panel's coming up this hour, and it's a good one. Stephen Holliday, Deputy Mayor, Dave Sparrow, National President of ACTRA, joins us again. And Michael Diamond, old friend, campaign strategist, political commentator. And we have uh, lots of things to discuss with you. That comes up about 520. But first, um, uh, another old friend of mine who uh, I guess... Uh, I could say shared panel um, seats with me oftentimes talking about the politics of Ontario and the politics of Canada, but never spoke from the position of being in elected office. But that's changed because Mike Schreiner, the uh, head of the Green Party, earned himself a seat in the uh, June election, and he represents uh, Guelph as MPP and now has uh, his one desk, but at least a voice in the legislature of the province of Ontario. That can only be a good thing. Hi, Mike. Hey, Peter. It's great to be on the radio with you again. Yeah, great to do that. And uh, I I know that uh, there are a couple of topics up currently that are of great interest to you and they're of great interest to us. And uh, I knew we'd be talking when I ran into you, I guess, about two weeks ago in the halls of Queen's Park. And you seemed very anxious um, to uh, get going with your new job. And uh, clearly, I know you've spoken in the legislature, so you've done that. And uh, I know you'll continue. So why don't we turn our attention to the uh, the cuts that were supposed to come with um, cap and trade being eliminated. We were supposed to see about a 10 cent gain on uh, the the cost of a liter of gasoline in the province of Ontario. And now as of today, we're hearing gasoline tax cuts not coming until fall, Ford government says. That's the headline that I'm reading. And isn't it interesting that that headline hits us the day after the legislature rises not to return until September 24th? Yeah, it seems like the Premier didn't want to have to answer any questions from the opposition on this one, Peter. <laughs> uh, you're we, learning, you know, you're you learning. Understand why. You would understand why for sure. But you know what? If the Premier was serious about um, lowering the cost of driving for people, he would be embracing electric vehicle technology. You can fill your car up with electricity at a fraction of the cost of what it costs to fill up your car with gasoline. But instead of embracing that, the premier is actually taking money out of people's pockets by eliminating the electric vehicle rebate program. Well, I know that he's done that on the one hand, and, and there is another hand. Uh, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make it personal. It must be two sure. months ago I was looking for a replacement for on my car. The lease was up, and it was time to look for another car. And I really strongly considered electric, but I live uh, ex-urban. So driving from Niagara-on-the-Lake to Toronto and back um, and, and hoping to God that you find a charging station <laughs> is an issue. So um, the electric car is going to have to wait till maybe the next time. And, and the, the reason I bring it up is that is the issue for many people. I think, yeah, you could have promoted uh, electric cars on a continuing basis. There was a rebate program in place that dated back to McGinty, and what he was trying to do at the time, and I remember this, was support the manufacturer by General Motors of the Chevy Volt, because Mm -hmm. at that time, we had a stake in it. We, the 
province had a stake in it right. because it was post 08, 09, and GM was in trouble and we were bailing them out along with Ottawa and, and uh, Washington. So they did that and it stayed there. And uh, now we hear this is the latest twist that Tesla which is the, I guess it's it's funny to say this, but the grandpa of the electric vehicle, they're suing the province of Ontario for this. Yeah, no, it's it, it's, it's been uh, crazy times in Ontario in that regard. And you know, one of the things I said yesterday, or two days ago, I asked the legislature, Peter, was that I feel like the premier is creating an employment agency for lawyers. Like we have uh, the premier ripping up energy contracts and those companies threatening to sue the province. We have parents now launching a human rights uh, legal tribunal against the province for the elimination of the sex ed curriculum. You have the premier saying he's going to spend $30 million on a lawsuit that most scholars say have no hope in heck of winning to sue the federal government. Now you have Tesla suing the, the province because rightfully so, they were targeted. They were, you know, separately from the other companies. And, um, you know, it seems like we're starting to waste a lot of taxpayer money on lawyers. And I would rather see that money spent on, you know, programs that benefit people. Well, it's a reasonable point of view on the one hand. On the other hand, without trying to sound like I'm, I've got my PC hat on and I'm <laughs> defending Ford. Go, go uh, for it, well, no, not really. I mean, it, it's I, I've been around uh, either watching or in uh, government opposition uh, circles for a very long time. And I can tell you that lawyers have always been part of the equation. So uh, nobody's going to sue this government because they're um, ragging the pocket on introducing uh, some savings at the pump. But why is that happening? If cap and trade is something that is uh, now in our rearview mirror, as it were, and uh, we're looking at uh, a a carbon tax at the federal level, that's not the province, whether it gets in or not, why are we not seeing uh, a more immediate change at the pump, do you think? Well, I think because it's going to be a lot more difficult for the premier to, to make that happen. And as a matter of fact, I don't even think you'll see uh, hit the full delivering on his 10 cent promise in the fall. If you look at the fine print, it's probably not going to be until the spring sometime after the provincial budget, uh, because it's a lot harder to do than, I mean, you know what it's like. It's pretty hard for the government to intervene in the private marketplace and dictate prices uh, on a commodity that's traded globally. Nonsense. Okay, the, the <laughs> nonsense. This is about tax. It's not about the cost. Nobody's telling the shell people what they should do to their prices. What's going on is uh, is is the tax component of it, which was introduced pretty damn quickly when cap and trade passed under win. Why can't tax be withdrawn instantaneously when cap and trade is withdrawn just as quickly? So part of it, Peter, is going to be part of it, if you look at the Premier's promise, so part of it's going to be the elimination of the cap-and-trade program, which we'll be voting on that legislation in the fall. And I think the they've delayed that a little bit because I think it's a lot more complicated to get out of cap-and-trade than the government originally anticipated. Costly. And, I, and you know, because we've had some legal analysis suggest that the cost of that could be somewhere between two and four billion dollars plus an additional up to even a hundred million dollars in legal costs so i think there's some time that we as legislators need to think through what the government's doing and i think the government needs to think through what it's doing you know if you have a sort of cut first and think later attitude that can add additional costs i think it's good that they've slowed down on that but the rest of the cut that he promised in the gasoline tax will come from the excise tax. 
Mm-hmm. And that probably won't happen until the spring budget. Uh, and when that happens, you're looking at them needing to make up another $1.2 billion or so in provincial revenue to even make that work in a fiscally responsible way. You know, I don't want to throw you a lob question. Well, I, I will throw you a lob question, but it, it's a legitimate question to ask and it, because it came up today in conversations that I've had with other people. Uh, there are a lot of things over the course of uh, the last two months, which is the period of time since you took your seat in the House, not even two months, where we We've seen some things eliminated, you know, promise made, Mm -hmm. promise kept. It's gone, whatever it happens to be. Uh, Sex ed curriculum, uh, the cap and trade, although it's not voted on yet, that's done. The $6 million man, and it goes on and on. I'm going to have Todd Smith on uh, next hour, and he's going to talk about the accomplishments. And there are many accomplishments. Promises made, (laughs) promises kept. There you go. So, you know, he's even here to say that every once in a while. Point being um, that there are a lot of things that have been shelved um, that uh, that have a money component, but there haven't necessarily, you know, and, and a revenue component is what I'm talking about, but there haven't been a lot of things put on the table that have an equal and opposite or greater uh, effect on things so that we can see the kinds of savings um, that, that were touted as the centerpiece for uh, the election that he won. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right, Peter. As somebody who, you know, I believe in fiscal responsibility, and I'm deeply concerned that we're going to be looking at a ballooning deficit at the rate the premier's going right now, uh, precisely because, you know, he's gone after, uh, he's got cut things that generate revenue for the province. We've heard little to nothing other than canceling of the green on programs that actually put money in people's pockets to help them lower their home heating bills and their electricity bills. We Beyond that, we've heard very little about what their not going to fund. And so we could be looking at either a huge and ballooning deficit or significant cuts to things like healthcare, education, and other important public services. And so I think the premier has a responsibility to start outlining some details around, you know, what is going to be the fiscally balanced approach that the province needs to take to get us out of the kind of debt we're in right now. Well, you are there to watch, and so are we. Mike Schreiner, thanks so much for joining us. Absolutely, Peter, anytime. All right, Mike Schreiner is the leader of the Green Party, and he is the MPP for Guelph. And you are listening to Peter Sherman for John Oakley on Global News Radio 640 Toronto.